Christy Seibel, your host. Welcome to Sweet Home Seibel. I recently figured out <laughs> that this podcast is basically my unsolicited advice to people who don't want to hear it in person or who I don't feel like I can share it to in person or where I just feel like it's not my place to say anything in person. I have grown accustomed to just saying, you know, if you want to know what I think, just listen to my podcast. That'll give you a good idea of where I stand. Otherwise, I'm going to keep, you know, myself out of your business. So I've done that. I've done a lot of that. I've done 17 episodes of trying to clear the mental blocks in people and try to help people heal and focus on their trauma so that they can allow space for growth. And now I want to dive more into basically what I originally wanted to do with this podcast, but I was too, I think scared is a good word, maybe just more fearful of how it's going to be received, but it's what I believe. And if I'm not authentic all the way through, what am I really doing trying to tell everybody else to do that? We've cleared some space in our minds. We've healed our trauma. We've healed our past. We've learned how to grow, how to be open-minded, how to stay positive. And now we want to welcome in new ideas. And that's what I'm going to do. So I have a very close friend of mine who, when I originally wanted to start a podcast, I was bouncing ideas off of her. And she said, well, why don't you do like digestible spirituality? I feel like I can say I'm very grounded. I am an earth sign. My head is not in the clouds. But I do have a very firm grasp on my spirituality that I want to speak on. And I feel confident in that now. And I think that it's just time for me. So (laughs) we're going to just jump right on in. And I want to talk today about spirit guides. Some people call them guardian angels. Some people just think it's their higher selves. Whatever you associate with, whatever name is drawn to you, I'm just speaking on energetic help and support that is not physically in your world day to day. My husband is very grounded. He's very of the physical world and he really is just down to earth in how he thinks. And I love that about him. I think it's a great balance in our relationship and it keeps me, like I said, grounded. So I asked him yesterday what he thought spirit guides were. And he said, I only listen to myself. And I said, okay, well, what about a guardian angel? And he said, oh yeah, I've got plenty of those. And he recently, in the past few years, had a friend pass away. He said that his friend is like the head of his guardian angel team. I asked him, how do you think your guardian angels help you? He said, well, sometimes when I just think of him and I think of his laugh, it makes me automatically laugh. It makes me smile. It makes me, my mood elevate. And I thought that was great because that's pretty much the whole point of spirit guides. They're there to support you. They're there to show you love. They're there to spread positivity. No matter what you want to call them, no matter how you view them, everyone has them. And maybe you just haven't tapped into it yet. 
I want to talk about how you can tap into it. For anyone who is kind of like, oh, I don't really know if I'm going to like this episode. I don't really know if I believe in this kind of stuff. That's totally fine. I'm not telling you that you have to believe in it. I'm just asking you to just listen with an open mind. Maybe you will decide at the end of this episode that it's something that you do want to look more into, or maybe you think, I think maybe I have felt a guardian angel or a spirit guide or whoever you believe in. What I've learned is that it can be a multitude of things. It can be a departed loved one who you actually knew lived on earth the same time as you. It can be an ancestor that you never met that passed along before you came to earth. It can be somebody who lived on earth that you never even knew ever. It could be somebody who's never lived on earth. It could be an animal. It could be a symbol. There's no right or wrong to who it is. And I think that's why people get so confused by it because you think it has to be a certain person or a certain entity. It has to have a certain vibe. It has to give you a certain something. In order for you to meet them, you either go through an event where you're like, there definitely was somebody helping me, supporting me through that. You hear a voice when something traumatic happens to you. A lot of the times people say like, you know, in near death incidences, they saw something or they felt someone push them out of the way or, you know, those like big news stories, but they can help you daily too. So when you know that danger is about to come and you hear a voice that's like, turn around, or you hear a voice that says stop, or you hear a voice that says, don't get in the car. It also could be symbolic. So every time you see threes or you see threes all the time, something happens on the third of every month for you, everything comes to you in threes, your gas prices always end in threes, whatever that may be. This is all in the realm of your spiritual guidance. I can hear a question being asked of like, okay, well, why is this important to know? I've lived my life fine on earth, not knowing any spiritual guidance. I don't believe in that. You sound crazy right now. It's still there, even if you don't believe in it. (laughs) It's still there. And the reason it's important is because everyone, I think, has been through something where you're really low and down and you try and reach out to somebody and they just don't get it or nobody's answering. They miss the mark or they make you feel worse. Having a spiritual team, having a guardian angel, having somebody that you can talk to, whether it be in your mind, through writing, through asking for signs, just to say, hey, like, help me. Like, is it going to be okay? I need support. I need guidance. And then to be able to receive that, once you've recognized that, even just once, once you have felt something like that just once, it's impossible to deny it ever again. And it also immediately elevates your mood. So if you are feeling down in the dumps and you get your coffee bought for you out of nowhere, or you get flowers sent to you, or a gift sent to you, or your boss gives you a half day off, or you get extra money on your paycheck. Those are all signs from being supported. 
but you can actually physically ask for signs too. I hope that by sharing this story, the person who told me would be okay with it, but because I'm not going to say their name or pretty much anything else about it except for it pertaining to spirit, hopefully they'll be fine with it. So this person told me it was probably their lowest of low of low, actually to the point of like contemplating leaving Earth, when they pretty much just said out loud, I just need a hug. All I need is a hug. And this person was laying on a bed, crying, saying this. And then all of a sudden, what they told me was they felt arms around them. For like a split second, it was all that they needed to go on another day. I think that in itself is the beauty of having a spiritual support team. But you can kind of make the decision for yourself on why you need it or when you want to use it or how you want to use it. You can ask for signs if you should take a job, when you need to figure out what to do, and you go with the first thing that you hear, or you just go with your knowing, your sense. And that could be your higher self, that could be your spirit team, whatever. The idea is just that you don't just have to rely on just you and yourself on this physical plane while you're living here. There are support teams for you and they are dedicated to you. And I'm sure if you go searching, you will find something. I, there's no doubt in my mind that every single person listening to this podcast, if you try and ask for a sign for something specific, give it like, I don't know, 72 hours to show up, If you ask for something specific that you want to see, hear, touch, just to believe that they're there, ask for it. It's as simple as that. In my mind, I recently think that I realized that your spirit guides are just elevated parts of you, who you strive to be. It also could be parts of you. So you could have a spirit guide come in for a specific period of your life And once you've learned that lesson, once you've achieved that next step, they go away and then maybe someone else comes in. So you can either have them throughout your whole life, you can have them for a month, you can have them for three years on a specific lesson, on a specific journey. It runs the gamut when you talk about spiritual entities being supportive in your life. The best way for me to really hone in on this topic is to share my own experience. And that's going to be the most vulnerable thing that I've ever done because I can just hear people's judgments already. And that scares me. But at the same time, there are so many people out there looking for these answers. And I've had so many people lean into me and ask me for this guidance. So At this point, it's detrimental if I don't put it out there. I have met four of my spirit guides, and there is pretty much an undeniable way for me to know that I've met them. Like I said at the beginning, I very much am like a down-to-earth physical material. Like I am a skeptic of myself, and I need extra. I need all of that extra confirmation. So I went into this not knowing anything about spirit guides. When I had my first experience with meeting the first one, 
it was unlike anything I've ever gone through before. And I think that's what originally made me think to look into it further. So let me back up. In May of 2020, after quitting my job and then the pandemic happening, I had a lot of time on my hands and everyone was still in lockdown. So I spent my days at home. I started a practice of meditation. This one particular day in meditation was just like every other day, except for some reason, I met a woman named Gladys in my meditation. She's very positive, exuberant, like the maternal figure that you've always like wanted to have, the quintessential mom figure. She loves to celebrate, loves to party, is there for you, nurtures, just takes care of you. I don't know how else to put it. Like that, that's just the feeling I got from her when I was in meditation. But the crazy part of it was that I was bawling, crying, sobbing, crying. And up until that point, I'm not, I wasn't like an easy crier. And I always remember thinking like people who cried at birthday cards or like movies or whatever. I was like, how do you just cry at the drop of a hat like that? And here I am in meditation, like just sobbing, like what is going on? I don't even know. So I'm writing down in my journal after meditation. I met a woman named Gladys. I think she's my guardian angel, but like I need confirmation. So I had spelled her name G-L-A-D-I-U-S. And later that day, I was watching a show with the closed captioning on because I was like half paying attention. I was doing something on the computer. And I look up at the exact moment that on the screen, the word said, my name is Gladys, but it was G-L-A-D-Y-S. So I was like, huh, that's weird. Mine was I-U-S. Fast forward a few months later, I went to Florida to visit my friend and she actually invited a medium over for dinner, not because of this situation, not because I needed clarity, but because my friend was just friends with her. So she invited her over for dinner. And I had told this friend of my experience. I didn't say any of the spelling though. I just said, yeah, I think I met a guardian angel. I'm not really sure. Like I'm very new. I I just don't understand. And this woman immediately said, is it D-Y-S in Gladys? And I was like, what are you saying right now? My mind was blown. And I was like, that's just the proof that I needed. I just don't know like what other way to go about it. First off, Gladys, nobody has that name anymore. And for me to see D-Y-S on the screen, and then a few months later without telling this woman anything, My friend didn't even know about the spelling of it. She blurts it out. And I was like, what? This is wild. But it was too, it was too much of a coincidence for me to ignore it. So that's how I started my spirit guide journey. Ever since then, I've just kind of been open to receiving, open to getting signs. And I've met more of them as my life has progressed. So how do you meet your spirit guides? How do you know if you have any higher support? Obviously, if you have departed loved ones, that's a clear telltale sign that you have support. And I think that's where traditional ideologies of spiritual guidance is understandable and relatable to the masses. But it can be more than those 
people. It can be more than those spiritual entities. It can be really anything. It's just kind of diving deeper into yourself and into who you want to be and how you want to live and how you want to be supported. Because if you ask, you will receive. So my suggestion would be to sit in meditation and ask. On YouTube, there are plenty of spirit guide guided meditations. But also setting the intention in your mind that you would like to meet your spiritual support team is good enough, you know, like be clear and be honest and be true about it, but continue to ask and I guarantee you they will eventually show up. I want to say the easiest way is to ask for signs, but signs are hard because we as humans don't have patience and we also like want answers right away, (laughs) or at least I do. So when I ask for signs, it's so hard to not want to control the situation on getting the sign. For example, say I ask to see three orange triangles over the next 72 hours. It is hard for me to then just let that go and let them come to my awareness. I am on constant lookout. I'm like kind of trying to force it. And that's when it doesn't really happen. You have to ask for the sign and then literally just like forget about it until it pops up in your face. That like little surprise of seeing it and immediately remembering that you asked for it, that's the feeling that you are chasing after. That's what tells you there's more supporting you. There are guidances that you can't see that are in play helping you through your life. My friend who I mentioned at the beginning of this episode who told me that I should talk about my spirituality in a digestible way, she told me a story about getting her signs. It's funny, I might butcher it, but I think the idea was that so she was meditating and she asked for signs of sailboats. At that point, she didn't have any plans for the weekend, but I think this was maybe during the week. Then on the weekend, a plan arose for her to go on a boat. And so she was on a boat, three sailboats in a row passed by her. And that's exactly what she asked for in meditation, but not even knowing that she was going to have plans to be near the water on the weekend. So when she saw those three sailboats, she was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. I mean, you ask for it, right? But then when you receive it, you're like, wait, for real? Like, is this for real? And then you kind of question, you're like, should I take this or should I like ask for another one to confirm this one? Or like, how does that work for me? It's so confusing and it's so easy to kind of overthink and overjudge. But if you just allow it and you accept it and you're like, hey, thanks. Thanks for this sign. I accept it and move on with your life. That's the best way to go about it. Like Steve said, his guardian angel, who is his friend who has passed on, when he thinks of him, he smiles, and it makes Steve feel a little bit happier. I mean, and that's really just the point. And then you just continue with your day. It doesn't have to be this big thing. It doesn't have to be this grand old opera, and you're the main character, and you hear people's voices all day long, and you hear singing, and you see. It's not like that. It's like the tiniest little hints 
and guidances and pushes. And if you're not aware, if you're not in the present moment, you're always going to miss it. But if you ask and you're intentional and you are more mindful, you'll get more and more in tune and in touch with those guidances. From here going forward, I am going to speak more truly about my belief system and how it has brought me to where I am today. And I'm really excited. I hope that everyone receives this well. And I hope that if you didn't, that there's at least no judgment behind it. It's just more, hey, this isn't for me, so I'm going to go. But either way, I wish everyone who listens the best. And I really, really hope that this sparks something in you. Okay, this <laughs> has gone on a little bit too long, I think. So I'm going to end it here. But I do want to open the door to questions. And I'm sure there are follow-up questions for people who are interested. If I have lost you as an audience member because you don't believe in spirit guides, toodaloo. But if you're still interested and you want to know more about spirituality, email me at Sweet Home Seibel or message me on Instagram at Misty Seibel. All right, that's all for me. Thanks for listening to Sweet Home Cyborg.